What up, boss? What up? Bro, I'm uh, feeling great right now. You sound amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, I was, uh, was telling my wife, like, if this was like the, like, I, I, I don't have COVID. Uh, I got tested. Or at least the, the shitty test says I don't have COVID. The, the good test takes two to three business days, which seems like kind of a long time for something like COVID. Um, but it usually know, comes back 24 hours. Apparently, apparently not. Apparently not at the uh, shitty place I went. Uh, oh. However, um, uh, like I kind of. I was talking to my wife. Which is like, I kind of hope that my voice just stays like this. Like, <laughs> like if I had like a cold and it was like a catalyst to like my voice dropping at 32 years old, that'd be amazing. Like I'm quitting my, if that happens, I'm quitting my job and I'm going to just do voiceover work. I mean, it sounds great. Like, are you kidding me? I'll, I'll go get a job doing like play by play somewhere. <laughs> and Brady back to pass. Brady sees Brock over in the end zone, and it's a touchdown. Touchdown, Bucks. Like, I, you, I sound, mean, you sound like the opponents calling that one. A little more excitement in that voice. Can you get that elevated without it cracking? I can get that way a little <laughs> bit. Or maybe, maybe I'll just do this. Arby's, we've got the meats. There you go. See, I told you I need a farmer's. We are farmers. Bump, bada, bump, 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 bump. <laughs> We know a lot because we've seen a lot. Farmer's insurance. I think he's got a job. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm just saying, I will get us on the radio in two seconds. For sure, your voice, not knowing what you're saying, but you know. Yeah, the the issue is um, I could talk normally and it's just in like this lower voice, but I hear the announcer voice in my head every time I talk. So. my, you play it up wife. a little bit. I was talking to my wife. She's like, "Don't do that." And I'm like, "What?" And I'm like, "Your voice, like you're you're ending every word differently." <laughs> and I just I don't even realize I don't even realize I'm doing it that I'm speaking like I'm announcing something. Oh, I can't wait for that shit to kick in in the middle of a fucking segment. It's just gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, I, I. Believe me, I don't know how this is going to end for Money Back Guarantee Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at money underscore back underscore podcast. Dude, you need that. You, you need to say it really fast in that voice so it sounds like you're trying to get some shit over. It's great. All right. Welcome to Money Back Guaranteed, where your money is guaranteed. You're guaranteed.
My name is Angel. I am with the Notorious J, which we'll get into these segments soon. But if Aaron Rodgers sounds just like him, thank goodness. Hey, he's immunized, sir. He is covered <laughs> and protected from COVID-19. <laughs> but not with a shot. Ladies and gentlemen, since Monday, or since Tuesday's shows dropped, we've had the world flipped upside down. There is drama in all sports, categorizing from what the hell were you thinking to... Man, what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> that is our categories today. And we will give you your pickums of the week for NFL. And obviously, of course, picks of the week. Let's get into it. Yes, right. sir. Let's got... get into it. Let's get ready to rumble. Just change your last name to Buffer and you'll make the family, bro, because his dad was a slinger, so he doesn't know how many kids is out there. <laughs> I mean, his dad kind of looks like my dad, so. Oh. Oh. I'm I'm just saying. I could be I could be a grand I could be a grandchild. Dude, Michael Buffer has all boxing. Bruce Bruce Buffer has all of UFC. Jay Buffer is going to take over Bellator. Let's get it, guys. <laughs> My reject ass is only going to do YouTuber fights. Hey, you're on TV. Your name's out there. It works. <laughs> Still getting paid more than DC. I mean, that's easy. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Drama in all aspects of the sports. We have basketball drama. We got football drama. We got hockey drama. We got drama on every aspect of the game. Let's get into it right away with the NBA. Let's go with the lighter one first. Ben Simmons has not showed up to play yet. The 76ers has given him the resources to get mental health from them, and he has chosen to take a different route. Saying he's this, just not ready. This might be this might be a Taylor fade segment. I'll, I'll say this: <laughs> money back sure. guarantee, tail or fade. Yes, that is the it's time. No, uh, here's here's a question. I mean, it's 2021. Uh-huh. We both know it is it is 2021. Mental health mm-hmm. is is at the forefront of everybody's. Um, everybody's point of view where we're believing all women we are focusing on mental health you know all of these cultural shifts we've made are we allowed to question whether or not ben simmons is making this up to just not play for the sixers if we had more information on mental health then that's when we could start questioning things but since mental health is still a big dark cloud of we don't really know you can't really tell by looking at someone what they're really going through. I think that there's there will eventually be a test. And players could take this test, maybe. But right now, no. Here, here's my thing. I, I do feel like you do need to be able to, like, this changes as time goes on in the season. 
Kyrie can mm-hmm. step away for a week to focus on his mental health, but you can also be pissed when he shows up at a strip club. Yeah, absolutely. Ben Simmons can say he's working on his mental health. But at some point, if he's turning down help from the team, I feel like you need to show receipts. Like, are yes. you seeing someone? What are you doing? Uh, Calvin Ridley, as far as I know, is officially retired or stepped away. Is he getting a paycheck? Because if he's, getting, sure a, he's, if he's getting a, a paycheck, check. if he's getting a paycheck, I feel like I need more information. Now, I don't know if I, as a fan, am entitled to more information, but I feel like the team should come out and say something. Like, we've spoken extensively with Calvin about his mental health struggles. We are currently, you know, we're doing everything we can to give him the assistance he needs. But especially with the summer Ben Simmons has had, this very vague, I'm just stepping away from my mental health, uh, Man, I I I want to call bullshit. I just don't know if I'm allowed to, or at yeah, least say, or at least call call cap. Well, what what else can you tell me more? Like, what can we do to help? You you seem to have been you know having a decent time all summer. What what changed? Um, you know, it's interesting because I don't think he goes through these mental health issues if. He is traded or the outcome of things. I mean, really all the pressure really started on him at the end of the game of the series. They lost, they lost that game where Ben Simmons wasn't shooting. It was all summer. Ben Simmons can't shoot. Ben Simmons can't play. Ben Simmons needs to be moved. Ben Simmons, this Ben Simmons, that. And then he comes out and doesn't help his cause by being vague, by being quiet. And that's his, that's his choice that he could do that. But if you're going to step away from mental health issues, do it. You need to, I get it. Everyone does, but I don't want to get help from you guys. Mm, That's a little different. I feel like if the 76 is sending help and he refuses, then whatever the 76ers send to help should be involved with whoever Ben Simmons chooses to take as his person of help. So at least the team is, yes, he is going through a lot. We fully support him. This and that his teammates came out saying we fully support him. He has a support of the 76ers in a way because everyone is hugging these people that are going through mental health issues. They are. No, Naomi Osaka went through a lot of it. And if you're going through it, yeah, that's fine. But if you go through it and you're ready to play, come back ready to play. Come back 100%. Don't keep, oh, I'm good mental health-wise, but I don't know if I want to play for the Sixers. Then everything that you've done from the mental health point to I'm done with mental health, I just don't want to be here. It goes all to the toilet that you just don't want to play ball. Is is this mental health issue the same thing as LeBron's abdominal strain? <laughs> is it is it fake? Is it real? Uh, for Benson's case, yes. For LeBron's case, absolutely not. LeBron will be out for a for the foreseeable future. 
says the Lakers. The Lakers will not be rushing LeBron back. LeBron is out with a strained ab. Strained it. Just a little hurt on the tummy here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's got to be tough. Man, you think that uh, $10 million he spends on his body every year would stretch a lot further. Man, jeez. You spend so much money on your body that something like an abdominal strain is going to knock you out in a league that now is like, oh, no, I guess now you're going to take a hit or two. Now the NBA is fixed, so you can't just run into the paint, get hit, and get a foul. That's not going to happen. But it's, a, it's very interesting that LeBron just never seems to get injured in the middle of a winning streak. Hmm. Man, that is interesting. We need to look into that of how many times he got hurt right before like a three-game loss. <laughs> he says, I don't need to. <laughs> Big brain here. It, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. Maybe we need to check his shoes or something. Ah. I feel, I feel like the last time he sprained his ankle, they had to do reshoots on Space Jam 2. Oh, shit. Does he need a little time to come out with Space Jam 3? Oh, snap. Is got he going to be featured in a movie? Got some important uh, negotiations for the barbershop or whatever his HBO series Dude. is. It is kind of funny because now that I'm sitting here thinking about Le- LeBron, I think he got hurt right before he featured in that movie with Amy Schumer in that. Like, he was just not playing. He was hurt for two weeks and he was in that movie. That is hilarious. I mean, I mean, what's he supposed <laughs> to do? Just sit around his house? <laughs> if you're hurt, I don't know, rehab in the gym. <laughs> Getting better. I don't know. He still only have four rings, bud. Anyway. <laughs> now, moving on to a little more of a serious note coming out of the NBA. Uh, the Phoenix Suns owner is in boiling hot water. Yeah, I've been kind of following this, but uh, it seems like uh... – uh, the only thing I've truly gathered is it sounds like he really enjoyed saying the N-word. Yes, he is a fan of the word. Let me tell you that much. Coaching staff, before Mike Williams said that there was a time where he came in and dropped all these N-words, and the coach said, hey, you can't say that. And then his response was, if Draymond Green can say it up and down the court, why can't I? N-word, N-word, N-word. Yeah, was and that was that in the locker room? That was in the coach's office. Yes. Coach's office. Because I was going to yes. say, I feel like it read when I read it, it read like he said that in the locker room. And I feel like that's maybe the worst place for you to say that. Is yeah. It, and be, like the only other like worst place would maybe be like in an NFL locker room or mm. in like Papa John's boardroom. <laughs> Well, there is that story coming out. And guess what? 70, 70 former employees are coming out to talk about the majority owner of the Suns and ever endure during working with the Suns, including a couple of employees that tried to commit suicide while working for the Phoenix Suns. Another story that comes out was um, were they claiming that he was misogynistic was he had a picture of his wife in a bikini 
and he was passing it around the locker room, showing and telling stories about how what he does with his wife in the bedroom. I actually don't have an issue with that. I mean, <laughs> like morally, like as a as a husband and as like a, a decent person, I don't think that's something someone should do. Right. But I mean, this dude is a a billionaire around like the only people who probably have more social clout than him. And that's, you know, legit NBA basketball players. This dude just has, <laughs> has a complex like, yeah. <laughs> Hey man, you know, you're, you're, I, I, I can get, I can get supermodel. I can get hot women too. Like I, I, I could do this. Like, I mean, I like, in good taste, absolutely not. I don't think that's a, a Donald Sterling offense by any means. No, but, but when you're showing it to the females employees that you have and all these uh, other things, <laughs> it gets a little. It gets a little. Yeah, there's a difference where, between guy talk in the locker room. Where I mean, even a rule with us, like I don't want to hear what you do with your wife, man. Like she comes to Thanksgiving dinner, bro. I don't want to hear that shit. She reads a lot. <laughs> uh no uh, like this is this is where you're in like a very interesting situation not only like obviously like we mentioned before in 2020 2021 but um with like the level of private industry versus the league where you know what constitutes sexual harassment and what constitutes like a an offense where you can't have this man associated with the league in any aspect because that that's where we're at right now where like okay the the n-word stuff you know dropping those profanities i think uh especially when you're looking at trying to get free agents and and Mm -hmm. things of that nature like you're officially damaging the team not right. necessarily the league. So I feel like that's maybe more of a private issue where maybe the league can help some of the other owners buy him out or something like that. Right. Uh, the sexual harassment, I mean, obviously uh, there, there are penalties for that. So, I mean, you could be looking at missing draft picks, massive fines. You could be, he's obviously looking at a ton of money in yeah. civil court settlements. So, I mean, we're looking at issues there. Yeah. Um, but it also happened for 17 years. Yeah. <laughs> that's the part that's really bad. Like, it happened for almost two decades. I did read he called, like, a, an African-American uh, person, Carlton. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the like, coach. No, he it's, yeah. It's like, he called Air, Earl Watson uh, Carlton, dude. <laughs> I mean, like, no, we're just buddies. Yeah, no, did not. Work I feel out like that way. I feel like you gotta be really good buddies to call somebody Carlton, dude. You, that's got to be considered one of your best friends for you to do some shit like that. <laughs> I, I like it's more funny if the coach called him Carlton. That would that would make sense. That that's that's okay. That's an okay joke. When you do it the other way, no, unfortunately. Does not work that way for you, bud. You call Does me Carlton. I'll, I'll put on some Tom Jones. We'll, go, we'll we'll have a great time. We'll have a good laugh about it. <laughs> um, yeah. So the NBA is hired a company that will 
thoroughly investigate every single claim from the Phoenix Suns employees. So this story, we're breaking it to you right now, but we are very, very, very far from over. Um, I definitely see this guy losing his team and the majority of the rest of his shares of the team because he is a majority owner. There's multiple minority owners that probably could take that spot. It would probably be a clean fix if the NBA chooses to do so. But he has come out saying all this is fake. All this is bogus. This is no issues. Multiple people that were working for the employee or for working for him also said I, he is not a racist man. He is not this. But we've always seen these stories turn out where 70 That's people a- are more correct than the three people that vouch for him. I mean, at the same time, like, uh, I mean, a couple things. First off, whenever you're you're talking about that particular racial slur, mm-hmm. they just say N dash when they're talking about it. Right. Uh, there's a lot of nuance there, but every white guy knows, one, it's generally not worth it, and two, like, hypothetically, if you're trying to rap and an African-American friend says, oh, you can say it right now, that doesn't, like, that's not like a blanket hood pass. Like that's not for everyone. That is like, like, like that's like a one-time ticket and then you give it back. <laughs> this, guy, this guy, this guy had like a valet tell him, Oh yeah, you could say it. I love your music, bro. And <laughs> like, Oh sweet. No, no. Don't you know what Andre told me? Oh my goodness. <laughs> That might have to get edited out. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. It was uh, good. It was good. I mean, you can say, uh, I mean, obviously, playing devil's advocate, there is a very real thing where his, the minority owners are trying to take over his team. So there is, um, you know, it's not completely unfounded that this could be made up. So, or at least um, exaggerated, I guess I would mm-hmm. say. Because when there's... 70 people there's there's probably some fire there it just might not be a full kitchen fire like deshaun watson may have asked some people to put a finger in his booty hole but he maybe didn't like rape 15 women you know yeah no there's you gotta read in between the lines on that story and hey like i said it's far from over so that story we will uh if anything major happens, we'll break it down and let you know. But there's only one outcome I see to this. And when your name gets drugged out of the mud like that, your whole team needs to come out and say, hey, man, this is all wrong. The NBA needs to come out and say, we did our investigation. Someone was just trying to get at it. Like, it has to completely clean his name off of it. But still, it'll have that mud on his name. But we will look into that more. One thing we need to look into for sure is a major issue in the United States, and that is hacking. People are getting hacked left and right. Now, this is tail or fade. <laughs> Who was watching Carl Anthony Towns last night? Was this man on Fortnite? Ah, uh, yeah. There's that an 11-year-old is- in a Fortnite lobby somewhere who can solve this whole thing for us. We need timestamps of where he was at. Give me one second. Give me one second. 
My man's was sleeping. Do you believe in hackers? I 1,000% do not believe that Carl Anthony Towns was hacked. Carl Anthony Towns says, I was hacked. Fade. Cap. Saying that. Really? With the success of this team and how they're doing so far, they look explosive in games. They look like a team that could really do something. You think Cat still wants to leave? Bro, he's got Kevin Love syndrome. Oh, shit. Here's the thing. Kevin Love loved being a Timberwolf. I'm going to be a Timberwolf forever. I'm going to bring this fan tra- franchise around. Guess what happened? Ricky Rubio came in, signed a max deal. Suddenly, there weren't that many 42 jerseys. Say what you will about Minnesota. We have great taste. But there are a lot of number nine jerseys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Who was the leading scorer last night? Oh, yeah, Anthony Edwards. When was the last time I saw an interview with Carl Anthony Towns? Never. Dude's boring. He's I mean, boring. The most interesting thing about Carl Anthony Towns is his girlfriend used to be friends with a Kardashian. <laughs> oh man. is that is that is that a Taylor fade? I feel like that's I pretty- mean, yeah, no, I, I'm gonna go ahead and tell it. I'm gonna go ahead and say, hey man, he saw it, he thought it was funny or something like that. He liked it, got so much blowback from it that he's oh my bad, bro. Damn footer. First off, if you get hacked, you're posting hashtag free cat on your page. You're not just liking some random person's one free like, cat thing. Right. I'm gonna go to all the work. I'm gonna hack Carl Anthony Towns to like one tweet. Now, if the hacker is like that person that posted the tweet and he wants his name there, sure. But free cat, like what what is the point of hacking Carl Anthony Towns? Not even a top 25 player in this league right now. Softest, softest big I have ever seen, mentally and physically. So why the a, hell would he get that? Shame. Yeah. No clue. Yeah, I, I, uh, I would imagine uh, in the Carl Anthony Towns camp, there is a lot of shit talking about Anthony Edwards. Oh, yeah, 100%. But the best part about Anthony Edwards is at practice, he probably went, yo, cat, what's up? You don't like me, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, right now, I would trade cat for Simmons straight up, and I, I wouldn't even worry about having too many point guards. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, I wouldn't do that. Because Ben Simmons still has his issues where he thinks he's a superstar in this league and he's not really a superstar in this league until you shoot. But I mean, I'll, I'll let Anthony Edwards take those shots. I don't – it happens. Hey, he is a grown – well, last year as a rookie, 33% from the three-point line. This year he's at 46. So, I mean, he's, hey. he's put in the work. Ben Simmons has too. He just doesn't want to show anybody for some reason. <laughs> oh my god! Oh ben, my ben, god! Ben Simmons. This is all a ploy. Ben Simmons actually like a 
65% three-point shooter now, but he can't go on the floor because then they'll never trade him. That's hey, Makes sense. Imagine he gets traded and it just starts bombing. Just starts 45% from the field, fucking 40% from three, <laughs> 15 assists. Gross. But, hey. Damn. Let's see if Cat gets traded. Taylor Fade, Cat gets traded before the deadline. Uh, I'm going to say Fade. I'm going to Fade it just because because of A-Rod. I I think A-Rod is still involved enough, and A-Rod is about marketing and money Mm -hmm. and about access. And I think he knows that Carl Anthony Towns is boring, but he's very likable. And Mm -hmm. I think the Timberwolves might not be a winning team, but they're an accessible team. And and I think he really likes that. I think he has enough say right now into um, decision-making at that level where I don't think his first act as a new owner is going to be, I think right now, unless he can pull off like trading, trading towns for like, I don't know. Bam and Tyler Hero or something like that, like getting a huge haul for it. I don't think there is a worse way for an owner to start than trading your max player, the maybe like only draft pick. I mean, pending Anthony Edwards, the only draft pick who has had a shot at being an all-star in, you know, 12 years. Uh, I just don't think that's a great way to start by running a franchise. Uh, so I mean, I, I'm going to, I'm going to fade Carl Anthony Towns getting traded. I think he sticks around, but my man is on a, a tight rope right now. Yeah. I mean, the first move for a rod is going to be moving the team. So cash just stick around and see where the team's going to go yeah. to first. You might like it. They'd love him in Seattle. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> All right, moving on to some Towns very... girl in Seattle is gonna be like Sierra. They're gonna she gonna <laughs> oh cool. I'll I'll see you. Uh, I'll be in LA. Take the bus okay. down when you're done with your game. I'm taking the car. See ya. <laughs> All right, moving on to some hockey drama. We had a major trade in the NHL. The Golden Knights. Making a move. What do you think about that? I think the Buffalo Sabres are a horrible organization. And I think <laughs> I think that the Philadelphia 76ers should take note. Because the Buffalo Sabres were very open about what they wanted to get for Jack Eichel. Very open. They wanted like three starters all top six players. They wanted three first round draft picks and like pick swaps Mm -hmm. like way out there, a price that no team would pay. And they ended up trading for Alex Tuck, who is a top six forward, but I mean, definitely a little bit older. He's definitely not Jack Eichel's level at all. All And they weren't going to re-sign him anyways. He's at the end of his deal. Uh, They were going to get, they got uh, a first and a second, I believe. They gave up a third, and then they got one other player. 
which uh, I don't remember his name, but I believe he's a defenseman. Mm. Uh, which, on the one hand, like, Jack Eichel did not want to play for Buffalo, so you had to get him out. But at the same time, allegedly, Calgary, the Calgary Flames made an offer for Jack Eichel that was way better. And they still went to Vegas. Now Las Vegas is doing what uh, the Lightning did last year. If everybody is healthy and Jack Eichel is set to miss four to five months with his surgery, Mm -hmm. if everyone is healthy, they are now $7 million over the cap. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I I would imagine what they are hoping to do is make the playoffs and have Jack Eichel start in the playoffs start skating, working back slow, especially with an Olympic break. You're going to have the time to do that. Um, sucks. He's given some interviews saying for a while he thought he was going to be in Minnesota. Obviously, yeah. I think if Minnesota gave up uh, Greenway and then Addison or Beckman and the same picks uh, without taking a third back, that's arguably a better trade for both teams. But, uh, I mean, it's good to get that behind us. Jack Eichel's a great player. Hopefully this surgery goes well for him. But, man, I, I find it hard to believe that you can make anything and take anything away from this other than Buffalo fumbled the bag pretty severely. Man, that's tough. That is absolutely tough. I know that his name was big in the market. And for him to go for that cheap, hmm? Potential first-line centers are very hard to come by. Very hard to come by. He's definitely the kind of guy who can take a team from a playoff team to a cup team, assuming he's back to how he was. And, uh, yeah, I mean, on the one hand, for Jack Eichel, you hope that you hope that he does. He was uh, part of a, a rebuild that didn't go anywhere and then chose to not be part of another rebuild. Um And, uh, yeah, I mean, he is officially taking the Vegas Knights from, you know, window closing to, nah, let's keep that window open a little bit longer. We'll see if they can get some team-friendly deals or what the the new TV money looks like. But, yeah, this is a a game-changer for Vegas, and it's just too bad. Sabres are going to suck for a while, huh? I mean, they're having a much better year than people thought. Sounds like Alex Tuck grew up in upstate New York, so he actually enjoys Buffalo. He wants to be there. Nice, um, nice. Yeah, I mean, they're again, their team looks better than it was supposed to. They are okay. not out of this season by any means. So I, I would say at this point, Buffalo got something instead of nothing. So that's that's fine. That's you know. That is what it is. It just sucks that um, it just sucks that it's Vegas. Quite frankly, Vegas yeah. is is a team that <clears throat> most teams in the league do not want to see succeed, but the league would love to have, see have success. Yeah, um, yeah, man. It's going to be interesting to see if they uh, if Jack could come in right before the playoffs, be happy and like happy like the Lightning did. Let's see. It's going to be interesting. Um, before we get into any NFL drama, I want to stop here. Round of applause 
Atlanta Braves. You guys are amazing. No one ever. July 28th, you had a .03 shot to win the World Series. Losing Acuna at that time for the year, the, everyone counted you out. But after looking at all the paperwork, looking at everything, they had the best trading deadline of all time in any sport. And they won the whole thing, adding bats on top of bats, covering the spots that they needed covered, and they won the whole thing. Losing your pitcher game one, and you won the whole thing. Atlanta Braves, man, hats off to you. The crazy part is you're keeping all these off. You're keeping all these guys. You got them signed, and you got three guys that are hurt that are going to come back. Ladies and gentlemen, the Atlanta Braves are plus 1,000 to win it again. I'm throwing a unit on it. I am going to throw a unit on it because this team won the whole thing at 70% capacity. They had three major pieces out, and they still won the whole thing. So hats off to you guys. Atlanta Braves, World Series champions. You beat the cheaters. No trash cans, no uh, buzzers, no light from the outfield could have stopped you. Congratulations, Atlanta Braves. Yeah, I'm glad I bet them. Oh, you yeah. you had it right, Angel. You second-guessed yourself. I did. I definitely did. I, I definitely thought, you know, I did not think the Braves could make it this far. Did not think they could. They did it. I doubted them while they were here. and Gambling, huh? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get into the NFL, huh? Aaron Rodgers is a liar and should be banned from the NFL for the rest of his life. Taylor Fade. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to fade that. (laughs) But... For I, I want nothing more than to know what Aaron Rodgers' uh, COVID uh, non-vaccine cure was. Probably laying in a mud, like some like super bacteria thing, where he feels like he's untouchable now. Yeah, I, I would love that. I would love for him to uh, his. Uh, is cure to be well. I'm just going to make sure everyone else is vaccinated, and I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> there would be nothing better if he got suspended for the rest of the year, because the whole documentary would be done by week nine. <laughs> the Last Dance, for real. That'd be amazing. If Aaron, what do you think will be the outcome for Aaron Rodgers this year? If they do the investigation. He hasn't been doing the testing like everyone else because he was so-called immune, so-called got the shot, doesn't have it, got COVID. What do you think is the punishment for him? I mean, at the same time, like, I uh, 
I, I need to know like the specifics here. I guess I don't know. Like, has he not been getting tested? Because uh, from what I've heard, yeah, I don't know. I mean, did he just not get like a second shot? Did he get a first shot but not a second shot? Like, what's what's the situation there? Right. I feel like the NFL has not been forthcoming. I mean, it's probably been in their laps for what two days now. So they got to send someone to Green Bay, do their full investigation. We've seen teams take major fines, half a million dollar fine plus draft picks. I think the Raiders lost the draft pick. So it's heavy fines when it comes to the team. If the team says, hey, man, he told us he's good and we didn't know about it, this has to all fall on Aaron Rodgers. And what web it would be if his ass got fucking suspended. I mean, I think we're going to find out really quickly that the league has a, has a, a different set of rules for superstars. <laughs> like if, oh, you told sure me, if you told me Tom called Roger Goodell and said, hey, Roger, I can not get vaccinated and have everybody coming at you for not letting me play. And if Tom Brady says it, Mr. Health and Fitness, uh, people are going to ride with me. They're going to be pissed at you. I can get I can get my squad. Like, Tom Brady got a Rolodex. Or <laughs> you can just tell people I'm vaccinated and let me go by the unvaccinated rules. You made Tom sound so fucking old. <laughs> I got a Rolodex. <laughs> Fairly common expression, sir. Roll it. The thing with the fucking numbers in a circle? Yeah, no. I have I have connections. That's what you say now. <laughs> I got peoples. Strong on the ass. <laughs> no. I uh it's gonna be interesting. I really want to see what happens. Aaron Rodgers could potentially miss two games. He's officially ruled out. For the Chiefs game. And, woot, uh, woot. Apparently, clubs are not permitted to comment on a player's medical status, according to the NFL and NFLPA. So that's why all of this is very vague. We don't know uh, what Pippa. exactly is going on, and we might not know. I believe that, yeah, is, I mean, that might be the definition of HIPAA, although I suppose that's been a uh, <laughs> kind of a up in the air for what like that actually means in a pandemic right. society <laughs> I want to see what happens I want to see what Aaron Rodgers excuse will be but what do you think moving on what do you think is the Cleveland Browns excuse OBJ has not showed up for his second practice he was excused from la- uh, yesterday's practice apparently he has been quote unquote ready to play and the Browns have told him to go home. Exactly. OBJ is suiting up, showing up, ready to play, and the Cleveland Browns says no thanks. After the trading deadline, what happens next to OBJ? This is a, a, an impressive drama because his father comes out with a 10-minute and 45-second video showing OBJ's open. OBJ is getting thrown, his pass is thrown behind him. Baker doesn't want to see OBJ shine. 
it was very aggressive towards Baker. Everyone knows Baker is dealing with a horrible shoulder injury and his non-throwing shoulder, and he's still toughing it out. But dad pulls no punches and says, Baker, it's your fault. You watched the video. Is it Baker's fault? Because I think it's Baker's fault. I always thought it was Baker's fault. No, not at all. I mean, <laughs> granted, I uh... the throws are behind him. Okay, how? When was the first time OBJ was good to practice against live contact? Guess what? It was the regular season, and it wasn't Week One. So you think it's a timing issue? OBJ's I mean, been there for two years. Yeah, and he's been kind of hurt, and he's been kind of slow, and this is his first full year in Stefanski's offense, or was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, here's the thing. This is just an offense that's struggling. If you look, Baker has not been able to fully trust a pocket in a while. They've had Correct. a makeshift offensive line. And looking at this from both perspectives some of them were definitely misses by baker and i think people have called that out Mm -hmm. you need to get the ball to obj but there were some of these throws where yeah you're pointing out a lane and you're pointing out obj ready to go but if you look at it from baker's perspective he baker is 28th out of 32 in the league in interceptions per game He is not turning the ball over. He is not making unsafe throws. So a lot of these passes, he's either rolling out. What's the point of getting OBJ OBJ ain't been OBJ in two years. But if you don't give OBJ a shot. OBJ ain't been OBJ for two years. And he was given a shot. He's been given shots. There are some of these balls that he's just missing. Some of them are really bad. Yeah, the one where he fractured his shoulder against the Vikings and he was working on with it when we found out he was, you know, double injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was not great. That would, that game. I, I admitted Baker missed everything, but there have been other games where you're throwing the ball up to OBJ, expecting him to make an OBJ like catch. And he's just not doing it. That's why you get OBJ. I mean, that. what's the difference between OBJ and Richard Higgins? With OBJ, you can afford to be sloppy on timing. And Baker's got Bring a cannon. Baker is throwing fastballs. Maybe, I mean, Jarvis said he had to turn up the jugs machine when Baker went in. Like, I like I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's all Baker's fault. I don't think it's all OBJ's fault. I think it's probably... 60 40, and I'd really have to dig into the film to see who's more at fault. I'll well, say this though I don't blame the Browns for sending him home. Every time Tom Brady's the... dad says anything, he is the first one to go, He does not speak for me. He's wild. Like, I told him not to say anything. Like, you know, he's just being a dad. Like, the fact that OBJ is saying this, especially after a game where he dropped a touchdown pass is uh is speaking volumes and this is this is not the reputation you want to have for obj getting kicked off a second team because this is what would be happening you would be getting kicked off this team hey man 
it looked great for AB when he got kicked off the Raiders. I it, it hasn't worked for Cleveland. OBJ in Cleveland, he hasn't had one good season with them. He's been hurt. He the time he's not there, when he's in, he's not getting the ball. Even Kevin Stefanski said this week, it's my fault. I need to get OBJ the ball more. Kevin Stefanski said that. So if you're saying that, Baker is not coming out saying anything. Baker says, yeah, I haven't talked to OBJ. I don't know. Why send him home if Kevin is saying he's at fault for OBJ not getting the ball? There's got to be be more to OBJ's attitude. And I think, like, there's no way LeBron just tweeted free OBJ. There's got to be more to it than that. Like, I think the fact that it makes it seem like OBJ is pulling these strings behind the scenes is telling. And the Browns just won't put up with it. So they're sending them home. No, yeah. And I think, like, if Cleveland was seven and two or, you know, whatever, six and two, it would be one thing. But this is a team that is below 500 that just came off maybe their worst game of the year. By the way, Jarvis and OBJ's worst game of the year, where Jarvis stepped up and said, Man, this is on me. I really fucked up today. And OBJ had nothing to say. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and he dropped it. He dropped the ball. He literally dropped the ball. So that that's where where I'm getting it. Where man, I'm I'm just telling you, I only made it through half the video. But that Bears game, man. So apparently, if Baker is dropping back in the pocket, there's a line, and OBJ's open for a second. Baker's got to go. Again, good quarterbacks don't stare down receivers. Then you're gonna say, oh, Baker's forcing the ball to OBJ. Like, I don't know, man, when some of these Bakers escaping a closing pocket, OBJ's running across the field, and Baker sees a safety coming. Like, I get he t- a couple of them. He wasn't getting it to OBJ because he made a safer throw. Or he saw a line. He escaped the pocket. Yeah, should he be looking up and trying to get a playmaker the ball? Yeah, but he also got eight yards. He got eight yards instead of a touchdown. So... I don't know. Whenever you cherry pick like that, I think it's difficult. You really need to look it down and break it down. And I think Stefanski is a good enough coach where I'm pretty sure Baker's aware of all the throws he misses. Yeah. He's got to get better. I don't, and I don't think this helps anybody. Well, I only see this going out one way. He sent them home twice. You don't want him in the facility. You don't want him practicing. His his status for next game against the Bengals is in question. That's a big game, a big win that you need because you just lost the Steelers. Like the season was almost, I would, I was going to say the season is officially over for Cleveland two weeks ago when Baker was hurt and this and that. This Brown team is officially done. Unless they move OBJ by flat out cutting him. I, I think it's too late. You got to find a way to cut them or completely take them off your team because I said it, you said it, you've admitted to it. This team is better without OBJ. Yeah, but now but now you have officially have the defense saying you, you've officially divided the locker room because OBJ has taken this path and he's gotten LeBron involved and he's gotten social media involved. You now have uh, – Josh Johnson, your starting safety, saying, 
there are a lot of people in this room who want LeBron or uh, want OBJ in this room. Full stop. Now you now you are officially dividing your team between OBJ and Baker, both of whom need to get paid in two years. Now, cut your losses. Again, but if they were going to do that, they should have done that two weeks ago when they could have at least gotten a second rounder. They're not going to cut him for nothing. They would be the dumbest team ever to cut him for nothing. But if it's going to create a cancer in your locker room, it does not matter how much it is. You got to cut him. You have to. For the sake of your team, for the sake of the rest of the locker room. I just don't think this gets better if you cut him. I don't think it gets better if you don't. I think you're pretty much stuck where you're at. And if, if you cut him, then you're like, all right, guys. Sorry, fresh start. Let's go. I think you, need you don't time. want to. Cool. I, I don't think that helps you though. I mean, we're going to agree. We're going to where we are going to agree to disagree on this one. But I yeah. think that if you don't get this cancer to just fix itself, you are not going to be a better team getting rid of OBJ because you are now going to have people pissed off. Like, you've already split the locker room. The only way this gets better is you've got to get with OBJ and figure out what it's going to take to fix this. And I, you're talking well, to his agent. I would be, I would have Jarvis Landry in that room. Well, OBJ not, talking to, OBJ not talking to Baker and Baker not talking to OBJ is not going to help the cancel. It's not going to work. He said today he has not spoken to OBJ. So if the guy that's giving you the ball does not care if you're there or not, then, yeah, bro, unfortunately, your hands are super tied. What are you going to do, pay him until the end of the year and then find a way to trade him at the end of the year in the offseason? Just to keep a piece, you have that distraction. At the end of the year, it's going to be, all right, Super Bowl champion, blah, blah, blah. Next story, who's getting fired and what's going on with OBJ? And then you're going to carry that. All off season, your distraction all off season until you move. Kevin Stefanski is not a strong, like strong character head coach. He's not. He's a first time head coach getting his feet in the water. That's an X and O's guy. It's going to be tough. It's going to be super tough. I think you cut him. I don't know if OBJ will fix himself if. He's not talking to anybody. His agent is talking. What does his agent got to do with personal issues with the team? It's not a money thing right now. Is it? It can be a money thing right now. That would be so dumb. I mean, because OBJ has never done anything dumb before. I mean, yeah, but a money thing right now? You haven't done anything in two years. But next year, he has is the first year where he has zero guaranteed money. Zero. I guess this will be a developing story. I mean, if you don't have guaranteed money, then play the rest of the year. Show that you have it, and then be like, you know what, bro? I don't have any guaranteed money. I don't want to be here. Give me but out again. Of here. But again, if you don't have any guaranteed money, he just hit an 85 overall on Madden, his lowest since his rookie year. Like, the rest of the league is saying – Man, 
maybe OBJ ain't shit. I, I, I think this is a way for him to say, no, 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 no. I'm still good. You still want to pay me. This is Baker being bad. But he does have a point with Baker Bro, being bad, it's, though. It's so. always about money. I would, I would, I would hope he would want to prove it on the field, than to be this guy because he hasn't done shit in two years. But I guess we will see going forward. Um, but I do not see OBJ coming back to this team. I do not. I think it's done. Um, heartbreaking news coming out of Vegas. Uh, Henry Ruggs was in a car accident going 156 miles per hour, uh, alcohol level at 0.161. Crashes into a vehicle, killing a 23 year old female and her dog. Um, very sad news, unfortunately. Shot. I mean, condolences to the family. But man, it is—it's awful to see two people's lives gone off of this very stupid mistake. No, and I think uh, I think he's going to be—he's going to be done for a long time. Yeah, this is a very long time. This is not to make any excuses for anybody because obviously this is this is not a new thing, but. This is definitely something that you think about when you give a 21-year-old $10 million and sit him in Las Vegas. Yeah, a lot of uh, leagues stayed away from Las Vegas for this reason. But, yeah, um, very sad story. Um, It is tough. I mean, there was no questions about it. The Raiders cut him immediately. Yeah, this was also like maybe the worst team for this to happen to because they uh, they have no time for any like they um, they're gonna start making their players go to like church every Sunday and take picture walking into church because yeah they need all the positive buzz that they can get and something like this is uh is not going to fly. I don't know that it would necessarily fly anywhere, but I mean, we are, right. we didn't even have all the facts and he was cut. Yeah, it was quick. It was accident. He was charged. He was cut before he was, he was even charged. Yeah. At, at the time you just had, or at least maybe the NFL has more, but we just had, he was, he appeared to be inebriated. We didn't even have yep. a blood alcohol level because it was blood. We didn't have a speed limit. We just heard, potentially inebriated, uh, drunk, uh, accident, speeding, killed a woman, cut. And then all the information came in. Yeah, it was a very, it's a very sad scene. I mean, he had a bright future. He was going to be one of the, he was going to be a top 20 receiver at one point. But, yeah. A life cut short for stupidity a career and his life pretty much cut short because of stupidity I mean everyone knows you can't drink and drive bro everyone knows this the NFL has security 
they've hired outside of the team that goes with the team for situations like this. They have handlers for situations like this. You're at a bar, you're in a situation, are you stuck? Call us and we will come get you. No questions asked. We'll send three guys to come get you, your car, and whatever else you need to take care of you to make sure you get home safe. And yeah, awful decision. Um, I do appreciate what Derek Carr said, though. Derek Carr is a man of word. And he came out saying, hey, man, this is awful. This is absolutely awful. But Henry Ruggs still needs love. You know, he still needs support because he's going to be going through a very tough time. And that family, too, that family needs to get paid or not paid because that's never going to replace a life. But to be taken care of because 23 years old, that's so young, so young. Yeah. Yeah. Not much to say. It's a horrible situation for everybody involved. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully everybody, I guess, gets uh, some sort of closure out of the situation. Yeah. You'd, you'd hate for this to be uh, the, the last opportunity a talented guy like that has to, to uh, make an impact in this league uh, after one mistake, but when your one mistake is is this big, that's that's definitely not. That's definitely an option. That's definitely a, yeah. uh, a possibility. You know, and I'm not trying to downgrade her death at all, but I really hope Henry can get out of, do his time, pay, do the right thing, and then come out and be an example. Come out and go to these schools, go to these places like like, hey, man, I made a huge mistake. Do not do what I did. Because he would be a great example. A young kid made a mistake. He did his time and is trying to teach everyone else not to do it. I mean, hey. I read a lot of things that he did a lot for the community, his community at home. He did a lot for Vegas community. He, He was a good guy. Just one dumb mistake. Well, that was depressing. Yeah, it's time to line it up a little bit. It is time for the pick'em segment of the NFL. We have a great week nine, an amazing week nine. But I gotta know what your fantasy money back guarantee. I got the Chiefs to win confidently. It's great. It's great. It's great. I love it. Hey, Aaron Rodgers can do it without receivers. His receivers, his receivers can't do it without Aaron Rodgers. I don't know, man. Devontae Adams in that uh in that top five category. With a top five quarterback. All right. <laughs> Let's get to pickums of the week. Um, we have an amazing game tonight. I made my bet taking the Jets. I love it. See how it goes. Even though the Colts have scored 30 plus points in the last three games, but Mike White's on fire. Mike White magic, baby. It is. Can't believe it. Backup backup quarterback's gonna win a lot this week. Yes. No. 
<laughs> yes and no at the same time. Two things about Mike White real quick. Mike White made 50K. His game check was 50K. And a better one, 125K off his amazing performance. Mike White needs a bonus. He needs incentives. He needs something bad. And also, Mike White's re- jersey and the game ball is sitting in the Hall of Fame right now. Yes, he is, he breaks the record for most yards and touchdowns in one game in his first start as a backup. Second person to do that was him. So, Mike White, congratulations, man. Looks like you got the starting job for the Jets until Zach Wilson gets back. All right. Next game on the slate, we got the Raiders going to New York to play the New York Giants. Who you got there? Oh, man. The Giants are freaking terrible, huh? I mean, they're always hurt. Almost beat the Chiefs, though. Almost. Uh, I think I got the Raiders in a boring one. Uh, this is going to be a real heavy game. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think they come out and they they get it done. When is Saquon coming back? This week. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to take the Raiders in this one. I, I just don't think the Giants are that good of a team. Again, which is why I almost I had. I cannot believe they covered the spread last week. I mean, the Chiefs are 0-7 against the spread. You know, they just can't. They don't cover spreads at all. They they just win games, and they barely do that sometimes. But I am going to go ahead and take the Giants here. I like what's going on. They kept up. Their offense was pretty good without Barkley against the Chiefs. But that's against the Chiefs, so it is what it is. But... I'm taking the Giants here. I like the Giants at home. The Raiders got a lot going on. The Raiders just missed. They're losing their star receiver. Waller's going to take another guy on him. He's not going to see the targets. A lot of guys got to step up. I don't see it happening, especially when you're going away and you're going across the country to New York. need to come back and have a great game, 100 yards on the tutty, and taking the Giants. The Atlanta Falcons are going to go see Trevor Simeon, Kaysom Hill, the Saints. They're going to go see the Saints. Winston is out. And their backup, they said if it's if Taysom Hill is clear from concussions, he will be the starter. If he's not clear from concussions, Taysom, or Trevor Simeon will take his second start. Who you got in the Saints versus Falcon matchup? Man, I think I still have New Orleans. They're just too good at game planning at home. Uh, I don't think Atlanta's that great of a team. I don't know if I would take the Saints and the points because they did show some real inconsistencies the second half. Uh, I actually think they have a better chance of winning if the starter's Trevor Simeon. Mm -hmm. No offense to Taysom Hill. 
Although with this Atlanta defense, I don't think it matters that much. I think I would still bet the Saints. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Saints here, too. I think Alvin Kamara has a good game. I think, you know, I really want to say Cordell Patterson's going to have a good game because that boy is a receiver running back. He took a snap last game. That dude does it all. But the Saints are strong. The defense is really good still. Um, unfortunately, they won't have Michael Thomas for the year. He was supposed to come back. Comes to practice. Tears up his other ankle. Out for the year. Had him in three IR spots. Damn you, Michael. But yeah, Michael Thomas not coming back. They're going to run with their receiving core that they have there now. I'm still going to take the same stuff, for sure. And my phone. All right. Uh, next game. Quick game. It's easy. Bills at the Jags. Who you got there? I mean... There's zero chance that the Jaguars win this one. If this was a a game where I could actually win money betting on the Buffalo Bills, I would bet my house on the Buffalo Bills. But it's not. I would bet my house and I would win, like, not even a small Kia. <laughs> Road 2-6. Road 2-6. It doesn't start here. does not start here. The Jags are going to get pummeled. Roger or Allen's gonna have like a career day, 400 yards. He's gonna blow out the Jags. It's not gonna be funny. Player of the game, I'm gonna give it to Josh Allen. I think he has that explosive game. Everyone gets like 100 yards. This would be fantastic. Uh, next game, we talked about this a little bit. We got the Browns going to Cincinnati. The Browns do not have OBJ. The Browns do not have Kareem Hunt. (laughs) The the Browns are also dealing with an injury on defense. I forgot who it is, but he won't be playing either. I want to say Warren, I think. But yeah, the uh, Cleveland Browns are going to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. The Bengals off of their ridiculous loss against the Jets questioning this team right now. Are they contenders or pretenders? This is the game they need to show that they are contenders. Do they win this game? Man, I I don't know. This is a this is maybe the toughest game to pick right now for me. Because oh. Cleveland needs a win. It's basically a home game. It's in mm-hmm. Ohio. Uh, I think I would lean towards the Bengals. But, man, I think everybody from Kevin Stefanski to the fucking janitor knows that if Cleveland loses this game, you should just shut off the – like, unpl- don't pay your cable bill. <laughs> like, the, don't, you don't want to watch what's coming. Like, it's, it's not going to be good for anybody. No, absolutely not. All right, next game, we got the New England Patriots going to Carolina to play the Panthers. Man, this is that, – that's another good one. Panthers came through for me last week despite really trying to lose this fucking game. But my boy is Mac Jones. I, I'm going to keep riding the Patriots. 
I I hate that. I, we're just doing a pick them now, but I hate that this is minus 190. Hate it. I think that's way too high. It's begging me to bet Carolina. But <laughs> I truly do not think Carolina wins. Uh, I think this line is terrible. This game is a game that I'm not going to touch. But you do get Stefan Gilmore uh, starting, I believe, his second game. Yep. Uh, I, I got New England in this one. Yeah, I think this is actually um, the start of the Patriots' run to the playoffs. I think they win this game. They go 5-3. Uh, and three. They start to really look good, get the pieces together, and they show that they are dominant against a team that has high-powered offense and a really, really, really solid defense. So I got the Patriots winning this one. Pass defense. I'm going to give it to pass defense as a fantasy player of the game. I think that they're going to get two picks. Sam is going to be seeing Ghost. There's a guy that made him see Ghost. Are you tell me what it is. Yeah, Bill. Bill's going to – I know, Sam. We're going to be just fine. Bill's going to take care of this with the defense. Offense can they even have a seat. They might score two TVs on defense. Um, next game, interesting game. The Broncos going down to Dallas to play the Cowboys. I really don't know a- how this is interesting. Well, Dak is now officially healthy, 100% healthy. He will be playing. There is no setbacks, but he is still on the question. He's still on the injury list. The calf could be one step back away from them seeing uh, Cooper in the game again. Cooper Rush. A Cooper Rush matchup with Teddy Bridgewater is a lot better than Dak versus Bridgewater. Honestly, this is a a game I won't pick until Dak is 100% ready to go. They say he is, but he's still on the injury list, so that's always a question to me. But... Anyways, I'm, th- I'm taking the Cowboys. I'm taking yeah. the Cowboys. I mean, the Broncos I, just ran away their best defensive piece. So, yeah, I, I'm taking uh, the Cowboys. Man, I, I legitimately think that Dak Prescott could just treat this like a rehab game and, like, play the first quarter, and they'd be fine. They'd be fine. Like, yep. I, just, I just don't have – especially a home game – Again, I don't I don't know if you take Denver plus ten or the Cowboys minus ten, but yeah, you just Yeah, it's the Cowboys. Don't overthink it. It's it's they're too good. Yeah. Again, they're too good and Denver is literally selling everybody. Yeah, I just want the hundred percent green light on Dak playing and they're definitely covering that spread. Hands down, they're covering that spread. Um, next game, Vikings going to Baltimore, Baltimore to see. Yeah, it's Baltimore. There's no questions there. Lamar's about to eat. Rashad Bateman, Minnesota game. Yeah, uh, I might start him. I'm, I'm waiting for him to blow up. He, he He's expected to have that blow up game. He's been hurt for six weeks. It took another two weeks or took one more week to make sure he was good. He played. He's slowly getting to it. 
I think this is the game where he breaks out and becomes that star. Hollywood Brown's having a good season. It's time for him to eat a little bit too. Taking the Ravens minus 12. <laughs> uh, Texans, Tyrod Taylor is back. He will be starting versus the Miami Dolphins. Who you got winning that game? Man, this will be interesting. I think I have Miami uh, just because I have a rust game for Tyrod. I don't think he bounces back for Tyrod. I don't, I don't think he bounces back that quickly. But uh, I, I do think this is a potential game changer for Houston. Do you think that Tyrod is going to start the rest of the games this season, assuming he's healthy with how Davis Mills played? Yes. I think Tyrod Taylor, this is the first time Tyrod Taylor has lost his job to a rookie and will be getting it back from that rookie. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I think Tyrod Taylor, I mean, that's the fix. Tyrod Taylor doesn't make too many mistakes. He won't throw you into many mistakes. He won't throw the ball at all sometimes. He is a true game manager that will manage the game well. And if the offense is clicking with him, they can go. They can win games. That defense is atrocious. So I feel like Tua is going to have a great game. But Tyrod, can, he, can, he can run it. He can run it. Just got to let him build confidence. Give him some money to make it seem like he's a guy that you want. You know? Yeah. But no, I'm still taking Tua. I'm still taking the Dolphins. Tua is playing great. It's just he's losing these games at the end. Like Tua has 300 plus yards in the last three games he's played in. He has six touchdowns, seven touchdowns. He's just not really getting the W. And that's why it's always been a question on if Watson should be there. No. Tua for the rest of the year is going to solidify his starting spot for Miami. Taking Dolphins. Uh, next game is interesting. Chargers going to Philadelphia. Philadelphia off of their impressive win against the Lions. <laughs> Jeez. They buried the film, though. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Lions need real help. But anyways, uh, yeah, the Eagles are hosting the Chargers. Who you got there? Uh, this is going to be a really interesting one because, as we've seen over and over again, the Chargers cannot stop the run. Uh, the run, um, running Jalen Hurts like a modified Lamar Jackson offense could be a, uh, a recipe. I love the over in this game. Uh, man, this is a pick em, though. I feel – I think I'm going to take the Chargers just due to consistency and the fact that I think they're really going to want a bounce back game. But I, I do see this one as being real close. Um, I am actually going to take the Eagles here. Uh, the Eagles at home, the Chargers have to travel across the country to play them. Like you said, they cannot stop the run. And Hurts running around, they're going to have a two to three running back committee now that Miles Sanders is gone. So they're going to be hit with all types of different running backs. I think the Eagles win this one close, but I think the Eagles win this. One. Next game, pretty easy game. 
Packers without Aaron Rodgers going to Kansas City. Kansas City really needs to get a winning streak going here. I think it happens here. I'm taking the Chiefs. And I am taking the Packers. The points, probably. Money line, baby. Plus 270. Plus 270? Yeah. Love season, baby. Go to the love shack. Yeah. It's love season as the Green Bay Packers are calling Bortles in again because they don't believe. Bortles might start this game, bro. Hell yeah. I, then, <laughs> then you know what? I'll take I'll take the Packers even harder. <laughs> He's losing his mind. It's late, but it's 6.30. He's losing his mind. I'm taking the Chiefs. There's no Aaron. Aaron Jones probably would get a 200 yards and two touchdowns, but still the Chiefs will win this game. Um, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> Next game, interesting game. This one, I'm being serious now. Arizona Cardinals go to the San Francisco 49ers after their first loss. And the <laughs> Niners are favorites. And they're favorites. Absolutely, they should be. They're, they're at home. Their their defense is still healthy and fine. Jimmy needs to play the ball. Jimmy, Isaiah Mitchell is running the ball like a madman. So, yeah, this is going to be a very interesting game. I don't know who's favorite. Oh, yeah, the 49ers are favorite. I don't know what the spread is. But, yeah, I'm taking the 49ers here. I think that this is where the Cardinals will start to show their weaknesses. They'll show that that middle linebacker spot is super soft. That's where Aaron kind of ate all night with these atrocious receivers. So, and the DBs, other than Buda Baker, they're questionable. They really are. So it's going to be very interesting to see that game. It's going to be fun to watch. I think I'm going to watch that one off of Red Zone. I'm just going to straight up watch that game. But I'm going to take the 49ers. Jimmy G is going to be rolling. I know Kittle's still hurt. Kittle's still – he's on the IR right now, but he could come off on Saturday. But I still think the uh, Depot Samuel's eating. He's going to eat against these DBs. I'm – Taking the 49ers. Debo Samuels will have another great game. 125 plus with touchdown. I am going to Arizona. Uh I think I do think you're gonna see a lot of weaknesses. I just don't think Jimmy G is the quarterback to bring them out. Uh I think that you're going to see just how different this uh, defense looks uh, without J.J. Watt. Uh, uh, yeah. But D-Hop, offensively, they still have a lot of weapons. And I just don't quite think that Arizona or San Francisco is going to be able to get it done. I don't think Jimmy G is the kind of guy who's going to be able to put up 35 points on this Defense, regardless, and I think you're going to have to put up more than 35. 35? I'm writing these down, so when the 49ers put up 40 coming in here, red hot on Monday. (laughs) Julio Jones, Adrian Peterson are on the same team. 
isn't that wild? Isn't that wild as hell that these two? Co- oh no, 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 it's 2021. <laughs> these guys are both down the two, but they are playing on the same team. Derrick Henry is out for the year. Oh, excuse me, he's out for ten weeks. They have not ruled him out for the year. He's out for ten weeks. They signed AP, and they are going up against the Rams on Sunday Night Football. Do the Titans have a shot? I mean, plus two eighty, they have a shot. Uh. I don't think I don't think the the uh yeah no in a home game for LA I don't think they do it, give me a couple weeks with Adrian Peterson to see if he's got some meat left on the bone and I would say they have a puncher's chance because uh it's not going to be about Jalen Ramsey it's about that second corner and man I I would take Julio on or uh, A.J. Brown over that second corner any day. I think if they win, if, if they have a chance, they're going to have to really be creative and get the most out of McNichols. And yep. I just don't know if they're prepared to do that because they, they just haven't to this point. McNichols has been a change of pace back that really hasn't done a lot. Right. So... And, you know, defensively, it's just so hard to keep up with the Rams. They're going to need a huge game out of Yard. Uh, I got the Rams in a pick em. Although, for plus 280 on Tennessee, I think 7.5 is a really low spread. Yeah. Really low. But, yeah, I'm taking the Rams. This is easy. Um, Cooper Cup is playing absolutely phenomenal. Um Cooper Cup has Megatron numbers right now. On 10 touchdowns in eight games, over a thousand yards. Dude's playing out of his mind. And he could only thank McFay for trading everything he has to go get Matthew Stafford and everyone else that they have. They acquired Vaughn Miller from the Denver Broncos. So this defense is super stacked. At the line. So, yeah, easy game, the Rams. Um, Monday night football. First game that I feel like it should be absolutely flexed, 100%. I don't know why this game is here, but you got the Chicago Bears up against the Pittsburgh Steelers on a Monday night. I'm taking Chicago. Yeah, I'm taking Chicago, too. (laughs) Plus 230? I, I love that. Um, yeah, I'm definitely taking. I'm taking Chicago just off of. I think that um, Justin Fields had a fucking outing that last game, even though they lost. He was like, "Okay, this is the reason why we trade up to get him. This is the reason. This is our future. We just need to let it grow. We need to put some water on and let it grow." He had that game. I think he doubles up on that game, beating the Steelers. Big Ben is gonna have a shitty night. Shitty night. Yeah, I, I mean I agree. I I think the Bears are at time like again, 
uh, the Bears play so good sometimes, and then sometimes they just play like complete shit. So, I mean, if they can just play well consistently, Justin Fields has shown like the game is starting to slow down for him. He needs more weapons. He needs Tariq Cohen to come back. He's just not coming back. I just laugh that you say that the game is slowing down for him. He's the one that said the game was slow in the beginning of the year. Yeah, he lied. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, uh, verbal meep. So that was a fucking lie. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He thought the game was slow because, bro, this is practice. And then it turns out, yeah, he, it's other teams' defenses try harder and are better. So, uh, yeah, I – it's not slow for him, but it's starting to get there. And more importantly, like his team is getting a little bit healthier. He needs to involve Allen Robinson a ton more. What a uh, disappointment. A, a disappointment in a contract year to the point where people thought he was going to get moved. And he maybe should have, but. He should have. Uh, yeah, OBJ Allen Robinson swap would have been phenomenal. Phenomenal. I think they're both getting paid the same, too. But, yeah, I got the Bears here. It's real easy. Big Ben, I mean, unless Najee Harris goes for 200, I think the Bears got this in the back. I think they – Jay or it's not Jalen. Um, Justin Fields will have a good game. Yeah, he's, he's due for his big, like, coming out party. Mm-hmm. And no better time to do it than Monday Night Football, baby. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for your picks of the week. It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The money back guaranteed picks of the week. Yeah. I'm actually just dying because I like I couldn't make phone calls at work today because my throat gets really bad after like 10 minutes. Damn. <coughs> oh, yeah. He emailed me the rest. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Picks. I got picks. I got some great picks. We're filling the board again. Not really, but, you know. We got some exciting. We got some exciting sports coming on. Saturday is the second time that these two powerhouses decide to have a pay per view at the same time. We have UFC and we have Canelo's boxing crew. This is the second time in the last two years that they made happen. Made this happen. I don't know why. They like fighting for viewerships, I guess. But I got picks. I I'm gonna take Caleb Plant to be Canelo. As crazy as it sounds, it is a plus six seventy five bet. But I think Canelo is finally gonna get knocked on his ass and lose a fight. I think that happens. And moving to the UFC, I'm gonna parlay these picks. I'm going to take Rose Yama Yunus and Kobe Covington to be the champions at the end of the night. That is plus 583. 
we're gonna go big parlays to make this happen. And move to the NFL. I'm gonna take the Saints over Falcons. I'm gonna take alternative spread on the Cowboys minus 14. That's plus 140. I think it's gonna be a slaughter in Dallas. As crazy as this shit sounds, when earlier I said that the Chiefs just don't cover spreads, I'm going to take the Chiefs to cover this spread. Come on, man. There's no Aaron Rodgers. It should be a get going, blow out this team. What's the spread in that game? Uh, seven and a half. I got like three minutes. Oh. Yeah, minus seven and a half. It's going to be interesting. I like it. I'm going to take that spread. I think the Chiefs cover the spread. It's going to be very interesting without Aaron Rodgers. And I'm going to take the Giants over the Raiders. Barkley's back. Barkley's back. Let that boy run. I'm doing a lot of overs this week. High-scoring games, huh? Yeah, I think there are a lot of equal teams. I think... uh... We're either going to have low-scoring games or high-scoring games. I'm going with high-scoring games. Yeah, all your picks this week. Go ahead. (laughs) All right, I'm going to take the Arizona Cardinals plus 105. Uh, Like I said, I think they need a bounce-back game, uh, and I think they're going to do it. It could be a low-scoring one, but I think they pull it out. I'm going to take the over 49-and-a-half in the Rams-Philadelphia game. I think uh, – or the Chargers-Philadelphia game, I'm sorry. L.A. Chargers-Philadelphia. Like I mentioned before, I think they just do what the other team is bad at defending really well. So I think – and I think they both are coming in looking – for a win, Philadelphia coming in hot. The Chargers coming in super cold, looking to right the ship. I've got the Bears plus 230. That's my uh, my big spread of the week. Like I said, I have just not been super confident in anything Big Ben has done. So I'm, I'm going to run with Chicago, who looked like they had signs of life. And hopefully they can ride that. I've got the Ravens minus six over Minnesota, and I've got the over 49 and a half. I think that one could potentially get ugly, but the Vikings are good at being in games. Uh, I I think this will be, I think this will be one though, where, you know, the Vikings could lose by six or they could lose by 26. Um, just kind of depends. I just don't see anybody truly stopping Lamar Jackson. A huge range there, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And then Cleveland, Cincinnati, I'm going with the over 47. Uh, two high-powered offenses. Uh, well, one high-powered offense and one offense that has no reason not to be high-powered going at it. Uh, Baker Mayfield is really good coming out of games where he's had shit to answer for and he's got a lot of shit to answer for right now so i i'm expecting a big baker mayfield fuck you game and those are the games that baker mayfield plays really well not bad i'm definitely gonna tell your picks these are 
they're really good picks, especially the, all the overs that you have. 49 and a half. That's the favorite over this week. And it seems very doable for these offenses that put up numbers. So Yeah, I, I completely agree. I thought they were all very achievable overs. Yeah. Unless Vegas knows of a super, super storm that's going to cover all these stadiums. I don't understand why these are all 49 and a half. I thought for sure the Vikings and Ravens and Cleveland and Bagels will at least be 52 or 53, but definitely take 49 for sure. Um, yeah, that was your picks of the week. Thank you for listening to Money Back Guaranteed. Follow us on all our social media. Check us on our IG, money underscore back underscore podcast. We have all our picks there ready for you to take them and run with them and win some money. Please check out all our podcasts, this one and all our previous podcasts on all podcast networks. It's all under money back guarantee with asterisks at the end. Not hard to find. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, or maybe not hopefully, my voice will be back to normal next show. Uh, I was really hoping we'd have a more like hard hitting show instead of talking about Twitter drama. Cause, cause this voice really doesn't work good for Twitter drama. This works well for tail or fade angel. What do you think? You know, it, it's really more of a, a hard hitting host voice. Uh, but you know, maybe, maybe next week, maybe next week we'll be back to normal and then I'll be, you know, of course talking about something hard, hitting, but we, we appreciate the listens. We appreciate the love. That's why I'm out here with my throat absolutely dying, still recording. It's for the people. It's for all absolutely. of you out there in the world. Um, yeah. Get those bets in. Let's make some money. Uh, yeah. 